MSW Media. This episode of The Daily Beans is brought to you by BetterHelp. Have you thought about talking to someone but are unsure of where to start? BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor specializing in the issues you want to talk about. Listeners of The Daily Beans get 10% off your first month with discount code DAILYBEANS. If you've been wanting to talk, you can get started right now. Go to BetterHelp.com slash DailyBeans. Simply fill out the questionnaire and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's BetterHelp.com slash DailyBeans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Thursday, August 8th. Today we discuss a federal judge ordering the release of Khashoggi records, more NRA shenanigans, Duncan Hunter's trial, Dems file suit for McGahn's testimony, Trump visits Dayton and El Paso, and Tucker Carlson's a dick. I'm your host, AG, and with me today are Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. Hey guys, big show today. Lots of news. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did All you know right. that uh, Mueller's birthday was yesterday? Yeah, we missed it. I know. Aww. I Happy saw someone birthday. tweet about that today, but it was yesterday. Yes, yes. Okay. Mm. 75 I saw. Mm-hmm. August 6th. What's that make him? Oh yeah. I, I meant so yesterday as in today. Oh. Or, you know. Oh. oh. <laughs> so it is today. It is. Very but tomorrow it's yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. Smart. And time is an illusion. Totally. Time is an illusion. <laughs> what is August 7th? Is that Leo? I have no idea. It's very close because August 11th is Leo for sure. So, mm. yeah, I'm willing to bet. Yeah, it's either that or whatever's right before Leo. <laughs> whatever's right Virgo? before, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you if know it's what? not my month... Then yeah, right? Sign. F yeah. everyone else. F you, Muller. <laughs> I don't care what you are. What's your sign? doesn't matter. Your sign is awesome. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we do have a lot of news. Uh, so we might as well get into it. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, guys, let's start off with the federal judge in New York ordering the State Department and the Department of Defense to cough up about 5,000 pages of documents pertaining to the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, citing the information as of considerable public importance. The agencies say that it will take too long. This is too big of a FOIA request, and a lot of agencies reply to FOIA requests this way. You'll bog us down. We won't ever be able to do anything Mm -hmm. because we'll be responding to your FOIA request. Um, So this is in response to a FOIA request made by the Open Society Justice Initiative, uh, who said, quote, this ruling is a clarion call for accountability at a time when the Trump administration is doing everything possible to hide the truth on who is responsible for Khashoggi's murder. So we will keep you posted on this. So I think this is a good step. Yeah. Can you remind me one more time what the agencies were? That were asked? Ah, yes. They are the State Department and the Department of Defense. Got it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad they're doing something about this, too. I thought that the Magnitsky Act would be enough to implement, but I guess under this administration, they're likely not going to use that because that's pretty extreme. Uh, We did. The Senate did initiate the Magnitsky Act, and Trump had 120 days to respond to it, like 400 days ago. With sanctions? Uh, No, just to uh, respond to what he thought. Got it. Uh, and then they would decide whether or not they were going to, you know, respond with sanctions or mm-hmm. put them on the OFEC list, or et cetera. Uh, MB, uh, MBS. Bonesaw. Mohammed Bonesaw. Yeah. Uh, Salman. Excuse me. Mohammed bin Salman. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's just our mnemonic for remembering. Yes. <laughs> and he also dismembered and murdered and dismembered Khashoggi with a bone saw, or at least ordered it. Uh, and so, yeah, but you're you're absolutely right. The Magnitsky Act, 
Um, the Senate uh, incited, or not incited it, but you know, uh, started the clock ticking. He had 120 days to respond, and he just never did. That's scary. Yeah, so he's in violation of the Magnitsky Act. Trump, mm-hmm. one of his many, many things that he's one in violation of. of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to add it to the pile. So um, I wonder if the if Congress can just move to impose sanctions on their own without him. They could. Uh, uh, I or if they will. I would assume if they can. Uh, Congress has that power because I think sanctions have to be passed through Congress anyway. Right. But do they have to be signed off on by the president every time? They do. But if he refused to sign sanctions, he and he might refuse to sign sanctions against Saudi Arabia because he's got all these great Kushner. incredible arms deals <laughs> yeah. uh, with them, uh, like $8 million or billion dollars in arms sales. And then, of course, they've got the Marshall Plan. They're trying to get those nuclear reactors built. And we know Trump's part of it now because he's done end runs around Congress seven times now with uh, secret initiatives and all that shit. So. Yeah. And by arms deals, you mean guns, right? Like literally mm-hmm. bombs, rockets, missiles, weapons. weapons. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a terrible contrast between like our administration and what the people want right now. That's just gross. Yeah, it really is. And and there's a lot of pushback in Congress for these arms deals, but uh, apparently um nope. They're yeah. going forward. So uh, and also news today about the NRA. More news, NRA shenanigans. Jordan, what's going on? Yeah, so NRA chief Wayne Lapierre, the one who's been coming oh, under oh, fire. Oh, oh. Yes, <laughs> under fire. Ah, yeah. fire. Hey, he fucking loves having that last name. This bougie ass. It's Lapierre. Um, Until they turn French fries into freedom fries, and then yeah. he gets angry. Yeah, exactly. What don't you like about pommes frites? <laughs> uh. <laughs> He would not do well in France, this man. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> he wouldn't be able to order anything. That's what that means. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like they wouldn't like him over there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they accept his guns. Uh, yeah, as, that's what I was thinking. As readily. Although yeah. they do also have an alt-right rising right now, which is terrifying. Yes, Marine Le Pen. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so that guy, he apparently sought the purchase of a mansion uh, right after the Parkland shooting, pretty much. That was $6 million estimated value. And the reason that he cited for needing this mansion, which was going to be bought and paid for by the NRA, by the way, uh, was that he needed protection and more security in the wake of the Parkland shooting because people were after him. Yeah, but then after he's done being president, does he get to stay there? Or is that just going to be the presidential mansion for whoever's in charge of the NRA? No. Also, if you're trying to hide somewhere, maybe don't get a mansion. Maybe get like a small (laughs) hole underground or something. Yeah. Also, if you (laughs) need more protection. Mansions are really hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. If you need more protection, what makes you think the people don't need more protection? Oh, yeah. It's just so Right? That's the ultimate irony of all that. Totally. Yeah. He's taking the money that he's making and profiting off of because of this trade that him and the organization are perpetuating that is killing people yeah, and he's, he's taking that money and then buying himself this fucking huge <laughs> ass He's worried thing. about people coming after him because of the Parkland shooting, not worried about who died in the Parkland shooting. Exactly. Yeah. Right, with full intentions of continuing the lobby just as it is and, and no no desire whatsoever to mitigate any of the things that make so these shootings happen over and over again. Yep. Uh, so he really sucks, obviously, Tots. really, really, really bad. And I'm really curious to see if he gets. Oh, his wife is also in on the deal too. Apparently, um, his wife Susan. Susan, <laughs> so he wants to live Susan. with Susan, mm-hmm. Wayne, and Susan. Susan is her name. Mm. 
but she was also involved in picking out the estate and everything, and they wanted to make sure that they had uh, secured memberships to all of like the golf courses and all and all of the the, the community so they won't get amenities. A random shooting happening at their events because it's right. So, yeah, yes. Yeah. Totally. It's like a super gated community in Dallas somewhere apparently, and wow. it's got all these crazy views and everything. And yeah. When people say eat the rich, this is what I think of. <laughs> like that. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. And this is coming to light right now because as we've been talking about, New I York, wish he'd have said that. I need protection because they're going to eat me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be. I would I need that. riot gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I am all full of foie gras. So. <laughs> La Pierre foie gras. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being Frenchist. Um, I know, I know. And, and and honestly, it doesn't come from any hatred from the French. I love the no, French. Yeah. I'm bringing on the French. It comes from having seen The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also just thinking the fattiest food I could think of, and it was foie gras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yes. happens to be French. That was also. good. That was quick. Yeah, I was impressed. Yes. Is uh, butter yes. a carb? <laughs> oh, God. Lipids only. Right? There's no carbs in butter? <laughs> no, there's not. It's just a mean girl's. Oh, yeah. Ah, that's what my... Uh, eh, whatever. Is butter a carb? That's it. what she said. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Karen. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love when she puts the K on her chest. And the it's backwards. <laughs> Perfect. Did I have... That's actually something I would do. It's the greatest movie oh, totally. ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, what the hell is a mirror for? Exactly. Yeah, freaking mirrors. They yeah, should have thought about that when they made them. Figured out how to make <laughs> she wasn't a vampire. Yeah, and yeah. then I think another comedian uh, was it Billy Bonnell. He has a joke where why haven't they figured out how to make the the objects in the mirror appear like exactly as, as they, they are? are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all this technology. Bonnell. That's yeah. an old Bonnell joke. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good funny. one. <laughs> That's um, a good one. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, this all comes in the wake of New York investigating them into their nonprofit status that they claim because there continues to be lavish spending. We keep hearing that phrase, lavish spending, oh, up gosh. one side and down the other. That just does not match what you would uh, imagine a nonprofit would operate. Yeah. Like. I can see the future now. They're going to build forts for themselves, buy dragons. It's going to oh, be like God, Game of Thrones dude. and Hunger Games all together. NRA dragons. Game of <laughs> Hunger. <laughs> They're like, you've been messing around with guns this whole time we've been creating dragons i just wish that in order to draw a salary from a nonprofit in this country it has to be a market valued salary it can't be like something that can buy you this mansion or it can't be hundreds of millions of dollars because then you cease to become a nonprofit in my eyes do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like if a if the head of a i mean but how would you compare the head of nra i mean maybe the head of other similarly uh, situated or sized five hundred one c fours. I don't know, but yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it can't be. It can't be this. Yeah, right. and even weirder too. The transaction, the real estate transaction, was supposed to go through a corporate entity that Wayne Lapierre directed be created to do this transaction. Uh, and he asked a law firm, he asked Ackerman McQueen, the one that is in the lawsuit with them. The advertising right guys. Right now. Yeah, the advertising guys. So <laughs> apparently Wayne LaPierre, uh, he, okay, the entity was created, this is Washington Post reporting, by the way. The entity was created at Wayne LaPierre's request by a law firm working for Ackerman McQueen. So that's weird. Is and that- they, they they planned to funnel $70,000 um they actually received a $70,000 wire from the NRA in 2018, presumably to, like, work on this deal. Yeah. Are those the same guys, the McQueen people? Is that what it is? Are they the the weird lawyers that were saying all that 
crazy. No, they're stuff. the advertising firm. Okay, okay. Uh, but what they're saying is the lawyers who are the lawyers for that advertising firm mm-hmm. are the same lawyers that are doing this real estate deal. Got it. Yes, got it. and it would seem that he was going through that firm to get this other entity, kind of like a one-stop shop situation. I imagine Ackerman McQueen wound up being for the NRA. Yeah, also seemingly a way to get money from one thing and filter it into another yep. thing. Mm. And so. yeah, exactly. And it, like internally creating companies, that's always a huge red flag. <laughs> <laughs> do these guys create more companies than I create. I don't know. What do I create? Um, Gray hairs? Yeah, that's a good question. And what do you create? Lot, because I got Tweet us. share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beastie Boys. Okay. Rest oh. in peace, MCA. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for that NRA update. Totally. Um, what a dick. Yeah, total dick. Uh, the mansion was not purchased, though. Oh, good. Yeah. But. It's still being looked at. I wonder if Ackerman McQueen to. was like, uh, we can't participate. We can't be connected to this. can't be associated with you. Probably not. Mm-hmm. I don't think any consciousness. You're dragon of, fort. Yeah. Dragon fort. <laughs> You're NRA dragons. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah. It seems like Ackerman McQueen, though, the whole thing, uh, it ultimately got rejected because by top NRA leaders. So this is something that like no one seemed down Maybe for it except for Wade like LaPierre. Those, like those three people resigned because of his lavish spending and his mismanagement of money. Oliver North was mad. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's why it didn't go through is because in order for this shit to go through Ackerman McQueen, it has to be approved by the NRA board and the NRA board is really mad at LaPierre right now. It could be that. Mm-hmm. I just hope they all go fucking walk off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they say it was a coup <laughs> if, if people coup. dissented. Of course, of course, it was a mansion coup. Yeah, yeah. always a coup. It Trying seems... to take my mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> coup or not? I think what I've learned from this <laughs> offshoot. It's a new segment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think what I've learned from this story alone is you can't generalize NRA or like Ackerman McQueen because these entities just have power players within them. Exactly. That, that have... the people of the NRA are not as shitty as the people at the top. I mean, I guess that's a very blanket statement, but they're they're right. usually just regular people. They're not a lot cronies. of NRA members. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not all cronies. It's the lobbyists. <laughs> yes. and they, yeah, and then even within the board, there seem to be people mm-hmm. who are like, I'm not down for this, mm-hmm. man. I just wanted to protect the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, and people within Ackerman McQueen, too, that are like, this is sketchy and weird. Yeah. Because like now the- they've parted ways, right? And that's like Dana Loish and stuff, I'm pretty sure, was, was like working for Ackerman McQueen. Right. It was like the people in Ogilvy that were arguing with the CEO when they were doing the Border Patrol recruitment commercials. They're like, I can't put my name next to Ogilvy if this is going to be the firm yeah. that's doing this advertising. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are good people out there. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Let that let that flow through you. <laughs> that even there are some good rich people out there. Yes. Yeah, they exist. And I do think there's a legitimate uprising within the NRA right now that's also going to just trickle down to the base because all these stories are going to come out and it's going to be like, dude, if NRA board members are saying that they're lavishly spending, now I have more of a choice to believe that or not and choose to put my money elsewhere or right. whatever. Right, the call coming from within, within the house. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, if it's the NRA telling you, then it's like they're more likely to listen to it than if I've said it 100,000 times. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm a libtard, right? <laughs> but if you're, and I'm also an NRA member. <laughs> yeah. I haven't uh, paid dues in a long time, though. <laughs> oh, shit. You can do that? Like uh, the library fine? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they don't fine you. You just pay dues if you don't pay dues. Yeah. It's kind of like Mensa. You return the gun. Those people are smarter. After two weeks. I'm done with it. <laughs> check out my gun. It is done. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon. But yeah, after the military, uh, I was expert pistol expert rifle so i got free range time and stuff if you join the nra so i was like that's cool yeah yeah and then i didn't perks then i didn't go forever so right uh, i doubt i'm still a member uh at least not in good standing you might get an email you never know (laughs) 
You've been excommunicated by this point, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right. What do they call uh, Mormons that are no longer part of the church? Yeah. Oh, Mm. gosh. Not Jack Mormons. No, that's offensive. Um, (laughs) There's a name. Whatever that is. Oh, God. I don't remember. I'm a Jack This has come up before and I forgot. Yeah, yeah. It's It's a really interesting phrase, too. Like, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, that's clever. Yeah, Yeah, they've been ousted. Same Mm -hmm. with Scientology. They have those guys, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Compromise. I can't remember what they are. I don't pay enough (laughs) attention. I should. I should know all of it. (laughs) I should know it all. Uh, You guys, I'm sure, will email and tell me what it is. Um, They're probably listening right now, the Scientologists. They are. Hello. Oh, hey, guys. (laughs) Hello. This is is AG's Thetan talking number 486 yeah i'm a big fan of your camera work on your tv channel if you're listening oh that's good i gotta yeah. give you props for that no. i have some concerns <laughs> but i'm glad you led with a positive yeah. thing yeah, yeah yeah you gotta find a positive that was nice mm-hmm. situation yeah. uh duncan hunter <clears throat> republican congressional representative from just outside san diego he's from el cajon uh, i don't know if he's from there but he's the, the rep there he's charged with like 60 counts of fraud by spending <laughs> campaign money on five different side pieces and then yeah. threw his yeah. wife under the bus saying she's the one who manages the money right it's like the nra of california right totally <laughs> uh well the judge in his case has rescheduled sentencing for his wife until after his trial so that she can get credit for all her significant cooperation against her Ooh, husband she <laughs> hates <laughs> him God and 60 damn. counts for five side pieces is that like 12 counts per side yeah. piece? Yeah, okay, 12 <laughs> counts of nice. fraud per side piece. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going nice. to divide it up amongst the side pieces. Yeah, and I forget, they're divorced, right? No. No? no. Oh, God. But looking no, into the future. It, it, it seemed like she flipped when she found out that he spent all this money on those right, five women. Right, I remember women, that. Three of which were lobbyists, and I think the joke was, I think he actually thought he had to get in bed with lobbyists. Like, he took it <laughs> yeah. literally. Sleeping yeah. with the enemy, yeah, yeah. And, uh... So that's fun. Um, oh, jeez. We'll be reporting that to you just for a good shot in Freude. See, that should be a TV show instead of Real Housewives. Just oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Disgruntled Housewives. Yeah, Real Political Housewives. I'd be down for that. Yeah, Real Political Ex-Wives. Yeah. <laughs> of Trump Town. I'd love to see that. Yeah, they'll just bleep out any of like, the confidential information. All the redacted and, like, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what Did you'll you call it. Redacted Housewives of Politicians. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And we have another lawsuit to tack on to all the ones we had yesterday. This is from congressional Democrats in the House Judiciary. They want to compel Don McGahn to testify. They said they were going to do this after they did the whole filing suit to get the grand jury materials. And this is probably some of their strongest language yet, indicating that we're in the middle of an impeachment inquiry, even though we're technically not. Because in this lawsuit, they are they said they are invoking they're they're they need to get his uh, testimony to see if they're going to drop articles of impeachment. And so this is preliminarily or to connected a, you know, a, an official proceeding. I'm sure that they will get this. I'm sure the court will order McGahn uh, to do this. Now, when the, if the court orders McGahn, then if McGahn defies it, he would be in direct violation of a court order. Mm-hmm. And while he would be willing to do that before it was a court order to just to have the White House to say, you, you can't, you don't go do this. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would be willing to defy a court order. He's a weirdo and I don't like his band, but he seems <laughs> like he doesn't want to defy a court order to me. Because right. Even of all Trump the things, didn't want to do that. Well, at least with the Supreme Court. Yeah, he, he didn't. Uh, he eventually he came close. Right. But I think that like with all the stuff that we're reading in the Mueller report about McGahn not wanting to commit obstruction of justice, not firing Mueller, resigning, almost resigning in the face of that and uh, all of his testimony uh, to Mueller. Uh, I don't think he'll, he's the kind of guy who would, who would defy a court order. So we'll get that soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, if it goes through the courts, it, and it, it will be fast-tracked because they invoked impeachment 
language in this thing. They say, we want to know if we're going to need to exercise mm-hmm. our Article One impeachment powers. I think that will fast track it through the courts. I think we could see Don McGahn testify before the end of the year, but space beans. On I have it. a question. Um, do you know the number of congressional, I guess, reps that are for impeachment and then like versus the amount of people that are up for reelection? Because I wonder if that's a... It's got to be some kind of correlation there, right? Like, even for Democrats, they're probably worried about... Congressional reps are always up for re-election. Oh, okay. Every two years. Got it. Uh, 118.4 on my last count. That's probably could have gone up by uh, since then. Uh, yeah, Scott Dworkin's been keeping that ticker going. Yeah, it nice. is the majority of Democrats now, more than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but pretty much maybe, I think, about 70 of the uh, purple state or purple district, red district Democrats who actually won in red and purple districts this last time and, mm-hmm. and during the blue tsunami are the ones who don't want to vote for it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of why they've done this uh, sort of dance where they haven't called it an official impeachment inquiry, but they're invoking the impeachment article yeah. one powers in these court filings so they can they can inch towards it because the numbers are slowly increasing every week. They can use the power of impeachment to get the stuff they need quickly, which is why we wanted them to open impeachment inquiry without technically opening an impeachment. Right. To get around the fact that their numbers are kind of low for the amount of like Democratic reps that are in there. To get around having to use the word impeachment. Oh, yeah. So they don't force those 60 or 70 Democrats to have to tell their constituents that impeachment is happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that threatens our House majority. Yeah. The I word scares them away. Yes, because they're they're in red districts who might not want to impeach Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why we're saying if you're in a red or purple district or, you know, any district when they're on their break right now, go come at them to go to their offices. Let them know you're for impeachment, because that way they, they will be like, oh, I guess my people aren't against impeachment. Let's do this shit. Yeah, good point. So call your reps, show up, show up to their offices. They're on the recess right now. That's the best thing you can do, I think. And Mc- oh, sorry, you might talk about this, but are you going to talk about McConnell's reaction to the calls for re- for reconvening? Oh, no. I mean, basically, he's just like being stubborn and saying no. That's all. Oh, right. Because everybody yeah. wanted McConnell to get his ass back, pull the Senate back in, pass some gun reform. Because it's been the two bills sitting on, I think, uh, 118 and 2 or 1118 and for 2. For months now, right? Yeah. For, since, the, since February. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not doing anything about it. And he's like, something needs to be done. We're like, yeah, they're on your desk. Fucking do it. Yeah. Call the Senate <laughs> back in. They're tired of it. And uh, he, yeah, I, he's he like, just said nah. no. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's the worst. I broke my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, someone, that's right. That's it. A meme that said, "I've fallen, I can't obstruct." <laughs> I love that so much. That is so good. I've fallen and I can't obstruct. <laughs> that's so perfect. Oh God, um, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, um, Julie. So five days ago, Scott Dworkin said, "121 Democrats are for impeachment." Oh, in wow. House. Yeah, there we go. Very nice. Five days. I was five days off. Um, <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah, one eighteen close, one twenty one. Three mm-hmm. more people have since I last looked. It's always it keeps That's going great. up, keeps yeah, yeah. going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's see, Tuesday night, Tucker Carlson said Trump didn't need to address white supremacy in his slurred speech Monday because white supremacy is a fake crisis cooked up by the Democrats. Uh, Carlson himself uh, has used xenophobic rhetoric like the word invasion, and he has indicated immigrants could replace Americans, which is an echo of the great replacement rhetoric used by the Christchurch gunman. Mm-hmm. So, fuck you. Yeah, that's really interesting to me because a part of me thinks that he might believe it, even though he could just be lying through his teeth. I, I feel like he might actually be convincing himself that these are isolated attacks, but that's still super biased because... 
if it's a brown person, they're very quick to. Well, and Southern Poverty Law Center has the numbers. Yeah, it's and and even Christopher Ray was uh, testified that there that the number of white supremacist arrests in the first three quarters of the fiscal year are the same as counterterrorist foreign counterterrorist right. arrests. They must just not be used to this being like a problem because when white supremacy was like happening in the past, it was just the norm. But now calling it like a terrorist act is like confusing to some white people or like to I guess racist. They, like yeah, himself. it's racist. Yeah. They, they, they believe terrorism is, is only perpetrated by uh, others. Exactly. But they can't like I, I wonder if he knows that he has that bias or he just doesn't process it. I don't very think he's strange. very aware. Yeah, because he's wearing that bow tie. You can't be that aware. I like his bow tie. You like his bow tie? the only good thing about oh him. And he's got gosh. nice hair. Uh, <laughs> but if I'm going to find nice things to say You could about rock somebody. a bow tie better than he can. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I could see that. I just saw that. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to go get one. Fuck. Now I have to collect. Now I have a new thing. You have to. Yeah. God damn it anyway. Uh, yeah. No, this guy is a total. I, I, and I wonder. I don't know if they're aware of their biases. I don't think think so uh in a lot of these cases and a lot of people to be very on the left aren't aware of their biases so true either. yeah so we have to be Alt left always they, they careful exist. of that think to yourself if you were going to write a doctoral dissertation if you were going to do a study that was going to like contribute to the body of knowledge of whatever your expert area of expertise was and you wanted that study to be true and you wanted that study to really you know actually add facts and knowledge to the body of knowledge uh, you wouldn't want to be biased. Like my doctoral dissertation, I started off wanting to do it on rape in the military, and I I got into it quite a bit, and then I had to stop because I realized that my bias could, not that it would, but it could impact the way that I directed the mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. And so always think of it that way. If you're if you're if you have an opinion, ask yourself: Would I write a doctoral dissertation about this? To add to you know for for posterity's sake would this be something that would stand the test of time and stand up to a, a you know a research board and a peer review yeah and, and just think if you about care it about way. facts right that's the thing it's like a lot of them just don't even care about that yeah They're like yeah I'm, it sounds like a lot of work so. I'm, I'm preaching to the choir right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's nice nice to hear oh will yeah friendly reminder so here's an interesting bit of news yesterday we told you that uh, peter struck is suing the department of justice guess which judge got his case Mm. Oh, uh, Judge Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit. Judge Jackson, if you're nasty, is God, the busy lady. lucky mm-hmm. winner of the Struck case. Yeah. So that Very should nice. be interesting. I think she's totally impartial. So it's super fair. Others might disagree, but none who listen to this podcast. Uh, and some big news Tuesday that the White House actually rebuffed attempts by the Department of Homeland Security to make combating domestic terrorism a higher priority, according to sources close to the Trump administration. Homeland Security officials battled the White House for more than a year to get them to focus more on domestic terrorism. <laughs> but sure, Tucker, it's a hoax. Yeah. All the things that kill us are hoaxes, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? If so, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationship issues, uh, sleeping problems, trauma, anger, family conflicts. We have a lot of that in these this day and age. Uh, LGBTQ matters, uh, grief, self-esteem, all whatever you can think of, whatever is bothering you. They have... Uh, 
licensed professional counselors specialized in those issues. So connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential, so it's very convenient, it's very private, and and because before you have to have to go to an office and to get that privacy feeling, but now you know that everything that you share is confidential and you can do it online. You can get help at your own time and at your own pace. Uh, and you can schedule a secure video or phone session plus chat or text with your therapist. If you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one anytime, no additional charge. Best of all, it's truly affordable. And for Daily Beans listeners, you get 10% off your first month with the discount code DAILYBEANS. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash dailybeans, fill out the questionnaire that will help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash dailybeans. You'll be glad you did. Daily Beans with Muller, she wrote Daily Beans. Welcome back, guys. It's time for your call to action. Hashtag. All right, guys, this is it. We've been asking about like what we're going to do, like Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. Amy Siskin uh, on Twitter has announced a massive march, September 21st in Washington, D.C. More details to come. Uh, but follow Amy Siskind on Twitter, or Siskind, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, uh, and tweet or retweet hashtag WeThePeopleMarch. Again, it's September 21st in Washington, D.C., and there will be satellite marches in major cities that are going to be announced soon. They're just getting the website set up, but this is, I think, going to be the big one. Yeah, I just realized, too, along with Puerto Rico just being so brave, is that they're a smaller place, so it's so easy for their like marches to be concentrated. I was like, man, D.C., damn, that's far. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah. Far, but mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have one here in San Diego too. If you can't make it out to the, the massive DC one, mm-hmm. again it's September 21st. And go online hashtag We the People March. Uh, I I text her. I was like, is this for anything specific, or is it just all the ways Trump sucks? And I'm I'm pretty sure it's uh, just a massive protest against this administration and pretty much everything. Yeah, choose your own, you know, violation. Choose your own side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it could be gun control. That seems to be what I think this might be really, really about. Um, yeah, like sexual assault. Deep down. Yeah, just pick um, whatever. Because people are so mad and amped up about um, common sense gun laws right now. I think that might be the crux of this. We'll mm-hmm. get more information as it comes out. But I wanted to share that with you as soon as I had it. So. Yeah, like the Women's March when all kinds of different people that identify as women it came out and all these different causes or, you know, spectrums mm-hmm. of being a woman. That was incredible. Just yeah. seeing the different, I guess, categories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. So I look forward to seeing that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be probably one of the most diverse marches we've ever seen. It's going to be huge. I have uh, great hopes for it. So, again, that's hashtag We the People March. Uh, all right, guys, let's talk about Trump's visits to Dayton, Ohio, and El Paso on Wednesday. Julissa? Yeah, so this week Trump made visits to the hospitals where the El Paso and Dayton shooting victims are being treated. And as far as the Dayton visit, Trump tweeted that, quote, It was a warm and wonderful visit, tremendous enthusiasm, and even love. Then I saw failed presidential candidate Sherrod Brown and Mayor Whaley totally misrepresenting what took place inside of the hospital. Their news conference after I left for El Paso was a fraud. So he's referring to Senator Brown of Ohio and Mayor Whaley of Dayton, which is interesting because they have no idea what he's talking about. Basically, Mayor Whaley said she's really confused. (laughs) And then she just shrugged and said, oh, well, you know, he lives in his own world of Twitter. 
So I guess they had a news conference where they said that he actually did very well, and he got word that they said something else. What the hell? Yeah, even his officials were tweeting like, yeah, these guys are lying. It's like, what do you think they're lying about? You didn't even watch the news conference, did you? You didn't even go here. <laughs> Not you, but <laughs> oh, Trump. Oh, yeah, Trump, yeah. Like, dude, you didn't even watch. He must have heard about what uh, Whaley said the other day about Toledo. When she made that joke. So yeah. even then, he's a Maybe little late. Maybe he's watching yesterday's press yeah. conference. And he's like, <laughs> he's a busy not- man. I'll give him that. He's behind. Mm-hmm. But um, he's yeah, so tr- not a busy man. <laughs> no, not truly. Um, then Trump also tweeted while on the trip that Joe Biden's speech in Iowa was boring and that he'll basically be the death of the de- Democratic Party. Then Biden responded by telling Trump to get a life, which is kind <laughs> of a dumb. weird response, right? It's like we're back in high school. Yeah. Like, he's like, as if. Although a Clueless movie remake starring Trump that's, and Biden would be scrap, really Scrappy cute. Joe. That's Scrappy Joe. Totally. Scrappy Joe. <laughs> Take him behind the gym and whatever yeah. he's going to do to him. <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. It's like Scrappy hey, do. <laughs> Come on, man. That's scrap, really cute. Scrappy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do an Adam Sandler remake. Joe 30330. So, sorry. It's just so funny to me. I know. 30330. That click, was rough. Click on it. I was rooting for him and that was hard to watch. So, in both cities, Trump was greeted by protesters. In fact, in day 10, 300 high schoolers held up a banner for Trump that said, welcome to Toledo. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was great. I love you, high schoolers. Yeah. Thank you for that. They're that was smart. Brilliant. Very smart. And when questioned about his rhetoric towards white supremacy, Trump said, I think my rhetoric brings people together. He also said he's concerned about the rise of any hate group, adding, quote, I don't like it, whether it's white supremacy, whether it's any Antifa. other Antifa. Kind. There's hate groups on both sides is yeah, what he just said. Basically. And I, you know, we, we talked, we dabbled on the alt-left. I get what he's talking about generally, but he is kind of all lives mattering it or all hate groups exist. I give, I totally. That's like saying that my grandpa was part of a hate group because he shot Nazis. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty. And it's a stretch uh, considering the recent circumstances. And then on Air Force One, a Trump official told reporters that they were not allowed to observe the hospital visits because it was not a photo op. And then the White House proceeded to post their own videos and pictures from the hospital on Twitter. Another thing I made a dumb video that you showed us. It was so weird, right? Yeah. The awful video. Exactly. Yeah, you called it like The Office, right? It looked like the opening (laughs) of The Office. Exactly. Just like quick cuts of people just like shaking hands and smiling. It's like, what the the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is where people check in when they're dying. Give us thumbs up. Yeah. Fuck off. So many thumbs up. Too many for my <laughs> comfort. Mm-hmm. And another Trump official tweeted, quote, the president treated was treated like a rock star inside the hospital, which was all caught on video. <laughs> they all love seeing their great president. That's just a weird way to tweet about that. I event. think my favorite part was when the when Trump in the, one of those videos asked, have you seen anything like this before? And the, the nurse behind the like, thing oh, was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> all the yeah, time, dude. I'm in a freaking hospital. This is an OR, bro. <laughs> I know. It's like posing with all the, yeah, just like the freaking. Yeah, yeah. We were saying someone should make like a realistic video, like just addressing like the actual. How they would react. How they would really react to like, yeah, you fucking asshole. Of course I see this all the time. It's because of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he was treating. Sorry, no, go ahead. He was treating it like a red carpet thing. Like all the shots that were in that video were yeah. with like flashes and like photo things. Totally, and stuff. which is weird that he told the reporters not to take their own pictures. He's like, yeah. I want all the clout. This you isn't know? a photo op. Exactly, it was totally a. Photo and then he op. makes a press release. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. <clears throat> Trump also said that he's open to a discussion on background checks for gun owners, but that he really doesn't see a political appetite for it right now. Okay, political appetite. I think my favorite part of this, Julissa, and you brought this up, is that while this visit to El Paso was happening, after he left, went to El Paso, what was ICE doing? Oh, they were rounding up, was it 680 people at a Mississippi, what was the building? Chicken plant or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like at a, some workplace, yeah. 
was mm-hmm. ridiculous. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So ICE raids mm-hmm. while he's visiting El Paso um, in the wake of this mass shooting, uh, which was inspired by his hateful rhetoric towards immigrants. It seems like a plan. And there's like, I think, a chart. We might have talked about it before on the pod called the eight stages of genocide. Yep. And I know it sounds extreme, but I think there's a certain part I where I think they it's say, 10 and we're on eight. Yeah. Stage eight is like a persecution. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think of all these roundups and. Yeah, the latest season of Orange is the New Black really actually went into, like, the ICE detention, like, reality. Oh, did they? Yeah, on Netflix in a way that I was so impressed. They did their homework, for sure. It was really sad. But, yeah, that's what's happening right now. It's been happening so long that they were able to write a whole season about it and put it out, and it's still relevant. Maybe I'll watch that one. I stopped watching a long time ago when they depicted veterans with PTSD. That's fair. I I took a break, too. um, And then I came back for this one, so I caught up, and it's so worth it. Yeah, for the ice storyline. Who's that again? Rose, the... the, What? Ruby Rose? Ruby Rose. Oh, she actually... Oh, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I'm like, (laughs) I got Ethel Merman musicals in my head. Oh, no. Ruby Rose. Her storyline ended a while ago, but it's a good one. If you haven't seen how it ended yet, yeah, I, I recommend you seeing how Ruby's story went because that was okay, another good I'll point. watch how Ruby's story went and yeah. we won't talk about whether or not she shows up in this uh, exactly. season, which means I'll probably watch it. <laughs> um, it's really good though, yeah. Yeah, and especially if it's all, you know about that. Uh, yes, majorly about ice in ways that like I cried every episode. I was like, holy shit, this is happening right now. Yeah, and definitely join us tomorrow because we have Jen Butt, former Border Patrol agent, um, uh, supervisor who in studio to to talk to us a little bit about what she knows about the border crisis oh yeah very um, insightful stuff so and i even hate to call it a border crisis because trump has usurped that term now to say oh, it's his border true. crisis immigration crisis no he used that too in a bad way yeah uh, the concentration trump crisis camps. concentration <laughs> camp crisis yeah, yeah <laughs> something like that something like that something else you can march for on september 21st hashtag we the people march um guys that is the beans any final thoughts anything going on what do you got shows coming up what's happening oh yeah um nothing coming up excited for san francisco though that's gonna be awesome yeah i mean that's coming up definitely (laughs) yes watch bernie sanders on joe rogan okay oh no he was in san diego like like, yesterday or the day before a bunch of people were yeah yeah i didn't know that kamala was here Mm -hmm. she was yeah she was on cnn doing a talking head thing from san diego i totally missed that yeah they were here for some uh conference yeah Yeah. it will it was like um something related to the the, like latino population Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure okay i don't remember exactly what it was called yeah i saw pictures of bernie at um the coin off downtown yeah he went to the coin off yeah playing basketball yeah i'd be like fuck i would have totally went there if i knew yeah but yeah joe rogan definitely isn't like i mean people are probably eye rolling super hard that i'm plugging joe rogan right now but (laughs) he asks questions very directly and he doesn't speculate very much himself and bernie pretty much just talks for like an hour straight Mm -hmm. and i just thought that was so smart of bernie to do because joe's audience is such a like crock pot of people yeah. they're super liberals there all are people kinds. that are like conservative they're and like right wing nuts yes there's, and they love all of these discussion people. like that yeah mm-hmm. and that's it's what an Joe's interesting crowd he has mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i have to say that's a really really diverse group of people that listen to him for yeah. Sure. yeah and i've heard criticisms like they think oh joe thinks he's an expert at everything and i'm like i don't think he does i think he made a good point he just he's really good at interviewing yeah. people and listening and i mean he so reads important. more than most people too that so it's too. like he probably does know more than i disagree with 99 percent of what he's 
does. But he says so much but that he's like the Beatles, like their whole catalog, facts. right? Just his opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you only need about, you know, 10 really good songs and that's it. I guess. I guess that's true. <laughs> I'll work on one. Yeah. I think he's egregiously misguided in a lot of his like thought patterns. But I, I also I also think he tries he does, and that and counts he's for open. a lot. He well, he's very, very popular, so he's doing something right. Yeah. To this, I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool, guys. Um, I guess that's it. Those are the beans. So please, please, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Laugh. Uh, cry. Do whatever you need to. We're here for you. Uh, shoot us an email if you want to talk, um, which is tips at thedailybeanspod.com. Yeah, send your <laughs> crying tips or your beauty tips. Any tips yeah. or just whatever you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're here and uh, yeah, please take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. I've been AG. I've been Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's The Beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberg of Valencia. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jaleesa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com.